Okay. Uh, I ask the dwarf who's leading us, uh, out of curiosity, how far away are these mines? Ah, they're pretty close. Look! And he uh, stomps on the ground once, and suddenly the stone tile, a large stone tile underneath sort of flips uh, in one direction to reveal a ladder heading downwards. They're all over the place! You see, Zaronian is really thick in places with lots of myths. And at this point, he starts descending the ladder. Mm. Come on! Like it is Mind your head! <laughs> I, I check the ladder stability first before getting on it. It's as firm as iron. Mm. Dwarven construction. I should have known. Mm-hmm. It has, like, subways, right? <laughs> Shh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry. I don't think the tube goes through this area. I, I- think. I grab the side to do the slide down thing. Yes. You hit everyone below you. <laughs> Ow! Got Quincy! I get... Sorry. I got, got it after Quincy. <laughs> now, you'll have to be careful while you're down here. There's this big metal beast that's already made tunnels through this area. Sometimes it rumbles past, but it doesn't seem to notice us. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> so if you have... I put down a you note. minecarts? Oh, you better believe we do. Right here. And he uh, goes and uh, slaps one hand on a very large minecart that you guys can hop onto. You uh, out of curiosity, like these are like dwarf scale tunnels, right? Um, no, they're actually about eight feet tall. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they like to do their job well. Hmm. I mean, they have to get to wherever the the stuff is, right? Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Yeah. So minecart adventure time, baby. Uh huh. So all of you pile in. So eventually. All right. He pulls a lever on the side, and it immediately kicks into gear before trundling down the tracks. And oh, and remember to lean with the car. Lean with the what now? <laughs> <laughs> and flying, you go. And it's at this point that oh wait, you, no ghost, I'm a ghost. <laughs> it's at this point that you guys plummet into what can only be described as what roller coasters wish they could be. And yeah. Through this entire experience that you guys plummet through the darkness and... Uh, oh, I think I'm gonna be sick! Torchlit caverns that seem to glow in the light, as well as stalagmites that flash past you at lightning speeds, you see that the dwarf, then his beard is just impassively flapping past him, yet he's barely squinting against the wind, and he's just sort... He only moves as if to lean with the cart. And so... You really get used to it after a time. I don't know why humans scream so much whenever they go on these things. I'll take the tube next time, thanks. <laughs> but you humans travel in tubes. Oh, what a funny system. And, at this po- and then it, sl- <laughs> it starts to come to a slow stop. And then... All right, here we are. And he just hops out and uh, dusts off his pants. Slowly, slowly get out of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. say. Uh, sorry, I know the same. Mm. Uh, moving objects, those just put me right out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he leads all of you guys over. Oh, sorry. To um, you can hear the pinging sound as if from a great distance away. But as you uh, pass a corner, you find yourselves in a very large open area that has numerous levels and dozens and dozens of dwarves working at full speed, hammering and pickaxing away at the surrounding rock wall as they're unearthing all types of stones and different sorts of things that seem to be sparkling in the light, but you don't know enough about gems to be able to identify them. Uh, should we be wearing hot hats? Uh, ah, it's all right. Um, then suddenly like taps on his head, sounds like a steel plate. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. That's what we got the steel implants for. 
Uh, I would just. I'd like to imagine that dwarves just naturally have like steel plates in their heads. Mm-hmm. I look around for something heavy that I like, something dome shaped that I can put over my head. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. You don't really see anything. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. So as he leads you down to a section with a whole bunch of wooden crates. Now these are where we keep everything that is carried out with the shipments. But as you can see, a few things are missing. Giant, obvious, box-shaped hole. Um, yeah, they've sort of marked off the area where the crates should be. There aren't any holes, but he passes you a ledger, and he shows you a couple of points where they've circled uh, different numbers very carefully. Or very clearly, I should say. Mm. And you have reason to believe that these discrepancies are due to theft? Well, there's no other reason. A dwarf never forgets where he puts a load of zeronium. Right, and what's the, uh value of the goods stolen? Uh, human currency, I... Hmm. Based on how much your government has been paying us, uh... Let's see. Um... Not so good with human numbers, that. I'm trying to think. It's the one with, uh, a couple zeros after it. Like, not two, not three, not four... Five. Five zeros, yes. Hundred thousand. Uh, more than that, it doesn't have the slash at the beginning. It's got a squiggly number. I, I just, like write out the numbers 1 through 9, would pick one. Oh, look, a sin. Oh, that one! And he points to the 5. So 500,000. 500,000. And that's the... And how many crates would you say are missing? Um... Let's Wait, see. is that a bit... total or per crate? We've got 12 crates each that much. So about 6 million pounds. Does anyone else know how to navigate your particular... Um, Mine set up. Only us dwarves. And they go missing from... So... It's usually about once every two weeks or so. Okay, and uh, When they... was the last shipment stolen? About, um... A week and six days ago. Wow! Oh, jeez. Three days ago. Hmm. Alright. Do you have, uh, shifts? Or do you work 24 hours a day? We all work 24 hours a day. We don't really have shifts. When a dwarf needs to work, he comes down here, he picks up a pickaxe, and he works. Hmm. Do you have records of who works at particular times? Why would we do that? Right, I can't do that. <laughs> so, okay. you're um, paying per pound? Um, whatever a dwarf finds, um, he can give off to one of the guilds, and they pay him. So you... This is communist! <laughs> <laughs> the amount that you work is equal to the amount you get paid, I guess. It's each a, according ew, to his it's a meritocracy. Gross. Each according to his ability, each according to his need. Yeah. Well, it's not quite that. Yeah, because yeah. communism, then, if you... If you, you no matter what you did... No matter what you yeah. worked, you get the same amount, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... Well, basic- presumably, they're going to strike again, and at that point, we can just set up a security camera here. Are you familiar with what a security camera is? No. So we're good to go. <laughs> right. They're not going to even know what it is. Um... Right, and so it goes missing from this pile here. That's correct. So uh, when when do you notice the the discrepancy? So there's, a, there's a big pile, right? Um, yeah, there is essentially a whole bunch of crates stacked up. Okay, I start like pushing them to see like underneath, see if there's like a hole in the ground. Um, no, not really. Uh, well, nice. Okay, nice so try. I'm gonna step out of character just so I, I can sure. make sure this is clear. Okay, so basically what's been happening is they put the crates into the pile, and then when they come back later, the, a certain number of crates are missing. 
Uh, more or less, and it's only one at a time. Okay, so a so they'll come back later, and so somebody will. Okay, so how often do they like record how many crates are in the pile? They record it at the end of the day. Okay, so and then they come in the next day and they check the number of crates. Yeah, and then and they double check the ones that had been there from the previous day. Yeah, yeah. So, so so there's one check in the morning and one check in the evening. Exactly. Okay, and so and then there's always going to be. And it's always like one crate that goes missing. It's not like yep. And there's no point at which there's no like set time at which a, a dwarf will ever be at the pile, right? Yeah. Or, or, do, they, or do they have a check at the evening if they work 24 hours a day? Um, they hit. Or is it like a check every 12 hours? That's, That's it. Yeah. yeah, it would it would just be like four checks over the course of it. So it would actually be every eight hours, wouldn't it? Uh, actually, no. No, yeah, it'll be yeah, once every 12 hours. hours, hours, hours. hours. Once at about 8 in the evening and once at about 8 in the morning. Okay. All right. Well, no way for consistency. The sting operation could work, but... Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm serious. What if we just uh, set up a camera linked I mean, up to, you know... The main the problem I can think about that is signal strength. I, like, point I mean, at the rock wall. There's literally tunnels. Maybe. It'd be pretty simple to You just glue a phone to the wall. <laughs> There's no then, phone they, they go, can record for 24 wait, hours. Well, no. Oh, a GoPro could work, though, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or we could literally just bug all the boxes. Do we There's have... any number of things we can do. I don't think we had the police have a budget to bug every single... Like, this no, is a warehouse. Put a tracker right? on them. The thing yeah. is, there'd be new crates. How, how, many, how many crates are there? Uh, about 30. That's not a lot. 30 I mean, that are going to change out, like, every day. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. They're going to be oh, making when, when do boxes. the crates go out? Like, when um, you... When, like, they clearly don't just leave them all sitting here, right? We send them out once every three days. Okay, so... Um, but we don't know that... It's, is it exactly two weeks? Is it on, like, a perfect... Yeah, more or less. Block? Um, there, it's not so much of a schedule. Well, I mean, we just check the... They, they have scheduled times when... And they just note every time it goes missing. Yeah. A crate goes missing, right? So we just, like, look at it. Is it happening at the same time? Is it actually every... Yeah. Is it Are actually... all the times, like... Are they exactly two weeks? Does it happen during the night or during the day, usually? Oh, yeah, actually, what is it? It seems to happen during the night. Okay. Okay, so it happens... At, uh, it, well, no, actually, does it happen... So that means it happens throughout the middle of the... Oh, so it happens so... between the, the night check and the day check. Though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, are they the times it... relatively consistent? Yeah. Uh, more or less. Hmm. If someone who wasn't a dwarf came down here, would it be really, um, my accent's fucked up. I try to pick up would one it, of the boxes. Would it be really obvious? Oh, the fucking corset one. How hard is it to lift one of the boxes? Give it a shot. Oh, no, no, I mean, I tried to lift one of the boxes. It, it is like picking up a literal crate full of rocks. Oh, my back! I, I, I totally pop my back out, and I'm, like, on the ground, like, like a turtle, like... <laughs> <laughs> Can't you do the thing to yourself? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Just direct me. Where, where did, where's that pressure point? Uh, between the third, fourth, L4 vertebrae. Uh, right. Third from the bottom? Third from the top? Uh, bottom. Uh, kind of like. <laughs> One, yeah, two, three. Uh, right there! Uh, did I get it? As you do, I start foaming at the mouth. <laughs> oh jeez, we killed Quincy. That you hear a flapping noise, and suddenly a white bird comes flying down the tunnel before alighting on your shoulder, Quincy. 
My shoulder? Yes, your shoulder. <laughs> like, foaming at the mouth, the bird's just, like, sitting on my head? Yes, it hops up on your head and sort of takes a look at you. You uh, notice that I, there's something tied to its leg. I, I grab it since I'm right, All right. there. So, <laughs> Chip's just gonna, like, grab Quincy under the, uh, under the, uh... You're supposed to lift someone with that problem! <laughs> As you lift him up, you hear a... And you stop foaming at the mouth. Because oh, you're dead. Oh! That's better. Well, yeah, it looks like that's it. Thank you, Chip. That was... Remember, one, one second. As I start like poking myself in the back. There you go. Oh. Ah. Remember, That's Quincy, better. for Ooh. next time, lift with your legs. Oh. Right, I unscroll the um, message, I presume, is a scroll. Uh-huh. It's... Mythos the, units, stop. The handwriting is very... blocky? Greek? Um, yeah, it's, uh... It basically summarizes that... Uh, they found somebody, or they found someone who can. I- they found someone who can identify the the elf. Okay. Right, so we're gonna head back to the station and figure out what kind of resources we can apply to this den. Right, and then we can monitor the situation and wait for the next presumable theft. Uh, At that point, we're able to catch the person in the act, and you've got your thief. All right, so we'll have to wait a week and a half then. Well, in the meantime, there's not a lot to go in, and we're of course going to keep looking, but this is a pretty uh, safe plan anyways. Alright, well, if you think your human magic can do it, then I see no reason to stop you. Fucking science! Uh, Right, what's the quickest way out of here that preferably doesn't involve a minecart? Alright, there's a ladder over here, and he shows you, um, okay, yeah, there's a steel ladder. Alright. So you head up. And um, you feel a hatch up at the very top. You push it up and over, and you come up, and you can see the uh, like down the street, the same spot where you had first descended into the mines. They just did it for fun. <laughs> that bastard! Right, come on, here, Quincy, give me your hand. Oh well, okay. Um, I help pull you out of the thing. You strike you... me as a hand holder. <laughs> can't pop. I can't have you popping out again. Oh, before we before we leave, but my accent's gone. I give up. Soy the tangerine. Soy the tangerine. Right. Before we go, I have to jump into the van, grab something, and uh, run back to the council. And I'll just meet you back at the station, okay? All right. Uh, where did the scroll say to meet them? Um, at the tavern. Hmm. All right. I'll meet you at the tavern. Bye, Jack. Hmm. So, I don't know. (laughs) What do you think he forgot? I really hope it's not something that gets us fired. Oh, I'm sure Jack wouldn't, you know, waste anyone's time with something unimportant. (laughs) He seems like a very (laughs) honest person. I am. The task is always the same. Yes. Okay, meanwhile, you yank open the car door, you immediately look around, and you find the potted plant. Okay, I like, I make sure that it's like still okay. Yeah. None of the branches are broken. Irvine's still waiting in the driver's seat, and. Everything alright there? Uh, you got a couple. Yeah, I think so. We uh, got some situations in the runs. Um, and it involves the plan. Yes. This is a gift to the Dryads because of our newfound friendship. This is an act of diplomacy. You know, because um, there's still a lot of tension. It's a girl, isn't it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Irving's got no time for bullshit. <laughs> Irving, Irving has seen some shit. He gives you not. Carry on then. I run off. Take pictures for me. Yeah. All I do is drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
This car is my life. So I've only been in it for about a week. Oh wait, no, we hired it fucking yesterday. Yeah. It's been one day. Feels like an eternity. <laughs> okay. Inside this van, time moves slowly. Then outside. So in the tavern, which is itself actually, um, it seems to be shaped like an ancient Viking log cabin or something, like a mead hall or something. Heading inside, you can actually see that there is um, a centaur standing at one end of the far table, and he gives you a motion as if to gesture you over to where he is. All right. So, based on where he is, there's someone nearby. It's apparently, yeah, um, it's another elf, a bit surprisingly brawnier than the first one, with black hair, very thick eyebrows, and um, he's actually downing a pint of ale as he's... Um, waiting for you all to come over. Mm. Then he slams the empty, empty tanker down and wipes his mouth with the back of his hand. Well, you all are an interesting lot, aren't you? Can we try? Uh, who is the uh, identifier? Mm. Uh, <sighs> name's Alunquins. As for what you're here for, I know the fellow who just passed at this, he gestures to the barkeep who brings over another tanker to Vale. Uh, his name is Pilar. Pilar de Cyrus. He's, um, well, he's been unemployed for a little while, you might say. Looking for work here and there, but he's never been able to hold on to anything long. He's naturally of the lazy sort. Mm. As a result, nobody is looking to hire him. He'd been struggling with money, and I know that he'd been addicted to transfer for a while. Never thought it would get around to this, though. How do you know the victim? Mm. Mutual acquaintances, I suppose. We'd run into each other here and there. I helped him out with a job at one point, but he managed to get himself fired in about a week. Hmm. You said that you knew he was addicted to trance. Was it a relatively open thing? Oh, yes. He was, he was telling me all about it. About it was how it was opening his mind and such. He was uh, starting to get a little twitchy, though, so I decided not to join him on his little escapades. <sighs> Do you know if he had any business outside of the myth town? He'd go out there often. He was trying to get jobs out there, but he was fired from those ones as often as he was fired from the ones here in Mythtown. Hmm. What a loser. <laughs> I mean, Quincy's like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> what a sad man. <laughs> or elf, I guess. Uh, Alright, I'm going to use my... Uh, what was that ability called? Empathic insight on him just to see if he's telling the truth. Sure. Uh, Does that help you appeal or lie? Yes, but it's if he's someone that clouds his abilities with ma magic and has the ability to cloud his emotions, then it's a willpower contest. Got it. So yeah, uh, and that is two tens, so, yeah, two hard dice. Alright, so he seems to be telling the truth. Hmm. Doesn't have any reason to lie to you. If anything, he's just trying to get on with his day. Hmm. You said that he was acting twitchier. Was that due, was that his normal state, or is that in due to the inducing of trance? The latter of what you just said. If I had to guess, obviously there, it wasn't doing the best of things to his system, and well, then he turned into, unfortunately, what we know of now. Hmm. He, did, he did mention about being able to find the sweet stuff on something called... Baker Street. He had a friend there, he said. Okay, never mind. The song, Baker Street, that sax solo? Oh, uh, I, my first thought was Sherlock Holmes. Because we're not scuzzy 80s garbage! <laughs> well, what about all our listeners who are in the 80s currently? 
Yeah, we're listening from the Time past. travelers. <laughs> yeah, what about our time traveling listeners? I don't even like that. Baker Street, you said. Mm-hmm. Did he mention anything else? Names of anyone he's met? Anything like that? No. No, I can't remember. Hmm. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, what's his name? Hmm. Elenquius. Elenquius, you've been a great help. And uh, we'll have the City Watch contact you in the future if we have any other questions. Mm-hmm. Um, at that, he nods and takes another pull of his ale. Hmm. All right. Well, we've got a location in the human world that we can check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, so while we're doing that, I'm actually going to give a call up to my buddies at Scotland Yard, and I'm going to inquire in the narcotics unit if uh, any of them know of any particular drug dealers that are in the area of Baker Street. Um, okay, so you're able to get on the phone with, yeah, Pepper, Sergeant Pepper, and so... Well, I don't really know about anybody who would be selling drugs in that area. Mm. I mean, yeah, they mostly congregate around other parts of the city, I suppose. Mm. Uh, if you're looking for somebody around there, uh, no, no. Can't think of anyone in particular myself. You sure? Uh, yeah, pr- pretty sure. Hmm. All right, well, uh, what about nearby locations? Anything on your radar then? Uh, Say within about a block or so. Well... If you mean that's, uh, that are drug dealers, or what? Well, drug dealers. The person buying wouldn't probably know how to navigate my street signs very well, so maybe he went by notable landmarks. Baker Street was always a bit of a tourist trap. Mm. No, uh, no major landmarks, but for criminal stuff... There's no cool clubs named Baker Street? I think there might be a few uh, places that might be owned by uh, some of the criminal sorts, maybe. Hmm. Can I get some names? Uh, one sec. You hear the tapping of the keyboard? Mm-hmm. Alright, we've got a laundromat down there, and apparently it's owned by... Uh... Oh, alright. It's owned by someone who may or may not be with the Chinese triads. Hmm. Of course it's a laundromat. <laughs> That's racist. So we've got a laundromat. Anything else? Um, nothing, nothing popping up on the radar. Hmm. Alright, thanks for the help, Pepper. Alright. Hello, Pepper. Hi. Oh, hi, Quint. (laughs) (laughs) You press off before you can stop yourself. I'm I'm sure I heard you. Oh, okay. Well, as for uh, things in Baker Street... It seems like it doesn't. It seems like that the, there's nothing in the particular area, so I figured we'd widen our search range a little bit. There's a laundromat nearby. Apparently, apparently, it's been under investigation for ties to the Chinese triad. It's a bit of a stretch, but it's the only information that we've managed to get. Well, um, I'd be glad to go over and take a look. Hmm. All right. Where's Jack, by the way? He said he should be back by now. Oh, I'm sure he's very busy. It's it's at this point that Jack runs back in to the tavern, and you notice that he has a potted plant in his hands. Wait, what? Why did I go to the tavern? Sorry, um, where did you say you were? I thought you... He's going back to the council to to give this to you. Okay. What? I'm just going to carry it around? No, I'm delivering it. Okay, you... Sign, seal, deliver. Gotta give it it out quick before you become emotionally attached to the plant. No, before the plant dries up or dies or something. What if I can't keep plants alive? That would be very awkward. Is your power literally to control water? You head, you run back into the council and run up to the front desk where the dryad is seated. May I help you? Wait, which dryad? Um, sorry, the receptionist dryad. Oh, 
right. Um, <clears throat> I'm a friend of uh, Spring Meadow. I just uh, uh, had a. You're you're. You mean? I that... hope this isn't um, a rude question. Uh, but you are a, a dryad as well. Right? That is correct. That's not rude at all. Right. Would be giving a potted plant a rude gift. It's alive. Yes, it is. A rude gift? No, it is alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, okay. This is quite nice. You've been watering it frequently. Uh, th- that's kind of what is good thing for me. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, you're fucking this up. Fuck! You're not even hurt yet! <laughs> yes, it is quite good for the plant. You are really a sensitive person, aren't you? Oh, Thank no. you. Um, but, Dry and Harold. Uh, 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 I'm looking for a spring meadow. Mm, yes, I do believe that she left to go back to the garden just a little while ago. They don't like humans in here, do they? No, it is purely for those who are in tune with nature. How long? How far away? And oh, and so at this point, um, she sees something behind you, and she sinks into a bow. Ah, shit! <laughs> I turn. You smell the flowers slowly. before you smell the flowers before you can see anybody, and you turn slowly, and there is Iris, the councilwoman, looking down at you. Down the bridge of her nose. How tall is she? Over six feet. It's the point where how you... much over? Yeah, how much? O- I you don't know how much taller is she. You crane your head back a little further than you'd like to. Just enough for it to be uncomfortable. Uh, sup? <laughs> I do kind of like a little. I saw her bow, so I kind of do like a little like half bow, like Madam. Wait, wait, wait. Why? What's her title? One second, Madam Keeper. Why are you here? Well, uh, came with a gift for um, a friend. He lives in the area. You said Spring Meadow. Oh, you heard that pun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! Yeah, yes, that is. She, She's a friend in the area. She's a friend. May. She takes it, holds it up. Um, she. Is um, <laughs> that on fire? <laughs> <laughs> she, like, chokes the life out of her slowly. It may have got a little roughed up in the van. I, I tried my, my um, best to keep it um, stable. But. She um, gives a little gesture and a leaf that was maybe. A little more crumpled than you'd like, but it sort of springs back into life. And Thank you. What is your relation with Spring Uh, we met and... Rushing the plants just, uh, slowly. Just chitted a bit. She seemed nice, I thought I... Outside of myth? Uh, not far outside. <laughs> Around myth town. I was getting an ice cream. Let me be entirely clear. The council has decreed... That we try to see eye to eye. Wait, wait, wait. She's mad that I was in Mythtown? No, That's probably. Not... Let me be in... Probably. Whether it is one member of the garden or all of them, I treasure them as if they were my own children. Well, I, I, I didn't have any um, ill intent. I should hope not. Oh, she's so scary. <laughs> oh, jeez, guys. Do you think triads have breakups just in case, you know? <laughs> Don't. They turn you into a, they turn into a tree and they're then they turn, suffocate they're gonna, you. They're gonna turn me into a tree. Yeah. Fuck! I shall deliver her this plant, and I shall tell her that it is from you. Great, thank you. This point, your phone starts to ring. I should and probably uh, get that. She says nothing, and wa- but she watches as you reach into your back pocket. <laughs> just, a, just an unflu- Hello? Oh Jack. wait, um, do you have a specific ringtone? Ooh, baby, I love you. What would Jack have? That's such a deep question. To the window! Oh, it doesn't suck. <laughs> no, it's I'm my heart will I'm go try- on. Uh, I'm trying to think of the funniest thing possible for the most... Like, no, to- 
Oh, it's the beginning opening part? Yeah, it's the, the penny whistle solo from My Heart Will Go On. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Mwah. Mwah. I'm a so, sensitive soul. Yeah. Okay. You but, it's a, but, it's, but it's like a remix of like Little John. This is also the second album. I just have to answer that from the quickly enough. Oh, jeez. No. First is the penny whistle. To the windows! <laughs> to the walls! And then... Sweat. We got it. We got it. Yeah. yeah. Hello? Jack, where are you? Oh, no. Oh, well, listen. Hi, Jack. Quincy says hi. Listen, uh, make your way back to the tavern. We've got a lead to investigate outside. Right. I'm on my way. What? Are you alright? Yeah, are you sure? You sound a bit stressed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like you're being grilled by some <laughs> imposing figure. So, that's out it's of very character. specific. Bye. That's out of character. <laughs> Right, well, uh, looks like we found something, so I'll uh, mm. see you soon. I suppose so. And you, she doesn't move, you just kind of <laughs> sidle around her. her. Excuse me, excuse me. And you, uh, yeah, you try very hard not to run as you go towards the door. Just walk slowly, walk slowly. Just be cool. I just do my coolest walk. Yeah. Okay. You get out of the door, you get around the corners. Just... <laughs> 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 Yeah, you trip a little bit, but then you just pick, pick yourself up and you just keep. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the walls. Oh. All right. So yeah, and. Oof. In the meantime, Blackmore has a drink. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff. They know how to pour a. Dr- they know how to pour a wicked brew here. Huh? What is this? Mm. Tastes like a stout, but it's fruitier. Mm. It's mead made with honey. Ah, that's it. I was wondering what the sweetness was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's at this point that Jack comes in through the front door. <sighs> How's it going? What are we find? Why are you sweating so much? Am I? Last day. Hot. Right. Hot day. You notice that his sweat appears cold. <laughs> How can you see that? That's impossible! Ah. We are master detectives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also point out that he does have seven dice in empathy. Um, it's a relatively cool day and there is no steam rising from his body. Mm. Hi, Jack. I'm like half, like half a thing of meat in Quincy's hand. Yeah. How far in is he? That's his first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, he's just sleepy. Alright, what are we find? <laughs> well, uh, looks like our friend there outside, he's, uh... Well known to be a habitual drug user, at least according to his friend. Uh, I flipped through the notes to find his name. Exlonguis? Hello? You can't remember. What's the name of the um, What's deceased? The na- what's the name of the deceased? Mm. Pilar. Pilar. The name's Pilar. According to his friend, he apparently managed to mention bragging about getting the sweet stuff on Baker Street. I put in a call to Scotland Yard, and, well, most drug dealers are run out of the touristy trap areas pretty quickly. But there's a laundromat nearby that's apparently tied to the triads. I figure it's worth taking a look. Um, I'm gonna roll five on Streetwise. See if Baker Street rings a bell. Two eights. I Uh, rolled nothing but two eights this session. Yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, um, there are maybe a few ne'er-do-well criminals in the territory, but most of them are pretty suppressed by the fact that the triads are in the area and they're based out of a laundromat there. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Faster than your phone call, though. (laughs) I'm going going to, uh, Quincy will wake up and start walking around the bar trying to make friends. Okay, Uh, go ahead. Oh. And by that, I mean trying to get information. Alright. 
making friends. Three ones. Or two twos. Or two twos. Okay. You're quaint. <laughs> Alright. Um, I barely succeed. Hmm. Well, you're friendly enough, but you're yeah. drunk. You can't retain anything. <laughs> Who can I introduce? Chris pulls out like a stack of papers, <laughs> full backstories for Eve for every bar patron. It's yeah. a Sonic OC list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you stumble a little bit, sway a little bit, and then you. Whoa! Yeah. Even the DM's drunk. <laughs> then you see a leg, and another leg. Whoa! And another leg. There are a lot of legs on this. Metal spider person. Hey! Like the guy from uh, Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, it's, the, it's like is there a tiny Will Smith inside of it piloting? No, 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 no. The it's main evil guy, his yeah. half bottom is this metal spider. No, no, it was a big robotic spider. His okay. bottom half of the wheelchair. No, he gets a metal oh, spider. Oh, he does, later. he does, yes. He totally does. Yeah. So, I've watched that movie so many times. The... Okay, as you look it over, the um, beast before you appears to be, yeah, a very interesting looking creature. You're not sure whether it's alive or if it's more of an automaton. The, um, yeah, the legs appear to end in sharp metallic points with small holes near the tips of each one. And in addition, these fold back into a very large body that appears to be in the shape of a spider's thorax, but all sorts of small mechanical clockwork parts on the inside that appear to bear a resemblance to some type of massive sewing machine, if anything. And then it leads up into a humanoid upper half with a uh, spider-like face with a pair of mandibles and multifaceted eyes. Hello! Reach my hand up to shake his hand. Shit, I to shake like I my hand starts moving towards the hands and then I like my tilt my hand and I start moving my hands towards the leg and then I move back to the hand and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like a little confused which one Both I'm hands come out. Yeah, yeah, you wave her and then you hear, just hear Try this one. And then a large metallic hand enfolds your own and shakes very gently. Ooh, cold. Ha ha, <laughs> now you sold your soul. I don't believe I've had them. I'm Quincy. Nice nice to meet you, uh Mr. or Miss Silas. Ah. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the final boss. <laughs> I'm obviously evil. So, that means I'm good. Yes. And what brings you here, Mr. Quincy? Do you know Ben? Uh, uh, named Pilar? The elf. Yes, yes, the elf. Rather unfortunate what happened. Um, I actually, my eyes actually open. How do you know? I saw it outside with the rest of the crowd. Oh! I feel like I think back, did I see a giant mechanical <laughs> Spider-Man? Did you move a giant mechanical <laughs> Spider-Man out of the way? Mm-hmm. Well, that was at the back of the bar whenever I... Um, I, well, yes. Do you know him? Not us. I know many people here, but I'd only ever seen him passing. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Blackmore finishes off his pint, looks at Jack. Stop yawning, you're making me tired, Joey. <laughs> I'm role-playing! My character no, is sleepy. It's 9.30, it's basically bedtime, it's fine. <laughs> you are the detective assigned to investigate the case. Yes. Um, How does he know about our human laws? <laughs> this guy's suspicious as heck. Yeah, so Blackmore finishes off his pint. Alright, Houston, where's Adams? Which oh. one? Uh, Chip. 
Chip's been there the whole time. All right. He's right there. Perfect. Found him. And now Great detective work. A plus. Who's getting a promotion? It's me. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and I reach over to where Quincy should be, and I, my hand just passes through, and I'm like, where's the other Adams? At which point we start looking around. He's talking to the giant metal Spider-Man. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> I move to intervene. He's so metal. <laughs> Wait, I, I try to really so subtly... So you know plenty of people. Sure. I own a tailor shop. Oh, where? Hmm. He um, points out a nearby window. Do you see um, the small corner by the edge of the street? If you head down that alley, I have a small place at the very end. Well, um, I look at my clothes. Hmm. Does anyone have a hole? There's a hole in your jacket. Oh, you do jackets? May I? I, um, I take, take off my jacket, pull it over my headphone, get past it. Okay, so he looks it over, then he pulls a hand back, reaches into his thorax, and begins pulling out spools of thread. He begins weaving them into his metallic fingers for um, jabbing a quick finger into the hole, uh, watching with multifaceted eyes as lenses click into place, and then... And in seconds, there is a seamless uh, patch that has been added onto your jacket. A demonstration. Free of charge. That's cool. Um, so, hi, Jack. Oh, Quincy, hi. good, we found you. You can roll knowledge myths if you like. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> He's an elder deep mod. That's why I'm confused. Three, three twos. Hmm. Um, yeah, you've heard of them. They're Arachnos. They're descended from Arachne, a figure in Greek mythology. Essentially, Arachne was... Uh, I know who she was. All right. So there, we're good. Yeah. We actually have our in-character For our listeners. <laughs> All right. Oh, Arach- okay, so it's the story of a lady who weaved so good at pissed Athena off, so she came down from the heavens and challenged her, and when Arachne won, she turned her into a spider. Yeah. Because Greek gods, they're all dicks. Huge dicks. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, Black And that's up. why the Latin root for a, for a spider is arachnid. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Alright, so yeah. Uh, a pan clasped on your shoulder from behind. Ah! Quincy! Man, you really need to stop wandering around from us. No, no, I'm, I'm gathering evidence from this interesting gentleman. I, what? Uh, if only that were the case. I'm afraid I have no information I can contribute. Well, uh, sorry for boss, sorry if he bothered you, Mr... Mm. Silas. Silas. Right. Uh, yes, come along now, Quincy, we have work to do. Alright. Once we're, like, on the... It's getting rather late. Once we're, like, walking out of the bar, (laughs) we're, like, pretty far. That cop is spooky as heck. He seemed nice. He fixed my jacket. So it. Mm-hmm. Scrutiny, is there a secret tracking bug inside the cell? <laughs> is there a spider inside of it? <laughs> is it full of spider eggs? Yeah. Uh, two tens! Um, it's full of spider Two tens. Eggs. Um, nah, it seems to be just a very nicely made patch. So, who exactly was he? Um, Silas, I think he said? Yeah, Silas. Yes, yes, Silas. I think they solely got... Right. Well, hopefully he's just. Uh... He owns this place right over there, and point at where Silas' shop is. Yeah, I it's like... a it's a very shadowy um, alley <laughs> that leads to a very small door at the end of yeah. the place. That you see not... a man walking out, and then a, a shadowy hands grab and pull him back in. <laughs> yeah, I reach towards him until he just gets out of there. Yeah. yeah. 
And like the sign above it says, not a trap, Taylor Shop. <laughs> right. Okay. Wait, how did he fit through that small door? Maybe there's something on the roof. Who said, who said he had to go through the alley? Climbs the wall, probably. It's like a... He's a spider shoot. Spider-Man. Like mm. Kool-Aid Man-style perfect Sp- outline of himself on Sp- the top. Spooderman. So, with one small clue to go on, you decide to head over to that area of town in order to investigate any clues that are going on. Yep. Uh, do we maybe want to call it? If- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Next so, time, we see Baker Street. Uh-huh. You guys head to Baker Street next time, and you decide to investigate the mystery behind what's going on with trance. While we're there, can we visit the Sherlock movie? <laughs> we're all detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a discount? <laughs> we are Police all... Business. <laughs> Police business. Police business. I need to seize everything in your gift shop. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I need this hat. <laughs> Thanks so much for stopping by, viewer. Listeners. Oh, we'll... uh... What? I'm sorry. I'm not used to this I whole thing. Okay, You're so critical, Megan. Uh, okay. Where's your perfect ending? So, go ahead. Right now. Question. Are we referring to them dicks. all Dicks. <laughs> Let's go. Are we referring to them as listeners? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for stopping by, listeners. Our sweet brothers. Uh, if- our children of the ears. <laughs> children of the ears. Good one. Okay. Yes. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yes. Let's end this now. Okay. Good night. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.